1: Go to the slash transistor
0: and check it out. Support our show and support your own show by going to the slash transistor. Start growing your podcast today. Andy, according to my friend Internet, this is what Letterboxd is.
1: today i have 246 lists in my account i use them to track the movies i watch organize them in all sorts of different ways i track them by hand i clone lists from other people i use them to plan what i'm going to be watching all sorts of things i just i love creating lists it's a fantastic tool
0: Sexiest animated characters. Andy, what is this? We
1: love Letterboxd, and if you're a movie lover, we are sure you will, too. And when you upgrade from the free account, you will remove ads and support the great Kiwi team building this amazing service.
0: Just use the discount code NEXTREEL or visit thenextreel.com slash letterbox to get 20% off your pro or patron membership. And it works for renewals as well.
2: It's showtime, folks! Enjoy the show!
1: A fine Saturday morning to you, gents.
2: I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it's a dark morning. Uh, well, it's winter. And,
1: this is what
0: morning is like.
2: <laughs> I guess they'll be listening on a fine Saturday they will. morning. Yes, I,
0: I have been dying to avoid trying deeply to avoid the internet. Uh, already today, as we record this, it is uh, launch night. Pete, spoiler, of- I hate to tell you, he's impeached. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's all i've been seeing <laughs> on the internet so i don't oh, know good. what you're right, avoiding that was
0: preemptive okay good yeah no i've been uh, uh avoiding the star wars things and it has yeah. been marginally successful until i show up here and one of us has already seen the movie and that's a problem for me because now i want to talk about it yeah yeah it's but not you a problem don't have for so. me
1: spilling it it's the problem is no. that you what? you're the you're yes. the problem <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, I'm totally the problem, yeah. See, I I have
2: no issues, because I, I haven't even seen the trailer, so I wouldn't even know, like, what questions to ask other than, like... Who uses the
0: Force in this movie? I don't know. I have Who no uses idea what the
3: Force. I don't know what's movie. going
0: on. I, oh, I'm disappointed. Steve, you know, this whole movie. I, I'm surprised that you don't know more about it because no. the title is now Star Wars Akbar's Force Ghost. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know it's 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 a confusing title, The Rise of Skywalker. So I'm like, I don't know. And then there's mm-hmm. now. Um, since we're talking Skywalker stuff there there was a, a piece of news that broke earlier today that apparently Canadian Best Buy had uh, posted for a brief period of time the Skywalker Saga 4K box set. So for everybody that needs to buy it for the fourth or fifth time, for apparently $329, you can get the 27-disc set of the nine films in the Skywalker Saga, which breaks down to like 12 bucks a disc. But uh, Pete, how many times have you bought Star Wars A New Hope? Oh my god. let well, a lot VHS, Special yeah. edition, DVD, <laughs> right. Blu-ray, yeah, all of them. So, yeah. So yeah. like I said, yeah, probably. And now,
0: on, the and now Disney Plus. Yes. Right. Now I have it again, yeah. I already have it. And I, and so I've I and just you've got that this
2: great version of what is it? McClunky? McCl-
0: <laughs> I do have the McClunky <laughs> version. But I also have I spent uh seven days downloading the um the uh Despecialized the harmony specialized version. Yeah, well, it took forever. For crying out loud, it was ridiculous. Like 27 gigabytes. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Who needs all those gigabytes? That wa- uh, apparently I do. I need all the <laughs> gigabytes. It 27 was, gigabytes? It's well, not, it was absurd. Yeah, that's crazy. But I got them. Got all okay. the gigabytes. Okay. And so, yeah, so I'm so glad that now we have uh, yet another version. But this is the complete version, right? I assume this doesn't include the Star Wars stories. Correct. It does not. No,
2: it's just the nine films. And of course, now people are figuring out, well, there's nine movies, but 27 discs. So what is included? And is it the original cut? No, Lucas doesn't want to have anybody mm-hmm. touching hands on that. So is it more bonus stuff? Nobody knows, but...
1: For those of you that. It's just a next lot of March copies feel, of the movies. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: It's like, yes. I don't know. It's 4K. <laughs> next March, apparently, you you all can drop your $300 for your. $300. you know... $300. Yeah. Well, hey, that's nothing compared to the. What was it they In, said? The Infinity uh, Saga. The Infinity Saga was like 500
1: bucks. Yeah. That was a. Uh, yeah. Uh, 550. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's beefy. Beefy. Yeah. Did you order that one already,
1: though?
0: No. <laughs> Me? Why would well, I order media, physical media? You know me. I, I know that's right, but Andy did. That's okay. <laughs> is it a metal I box? I ordered one for each of you.
1: I'm just holding it for you. Metal case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what it is. The Star Wars Skywalker Saga. It's just one for each that's of right. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, so we we have not seen it yet. Me and Steve, we're we're not talking about it at all, and oh. except for how excited we are to see. Really, what they we're, do with, we're excited? with that with the admiral yeah with, I, well okay right. now here's the thing here's what i want to do real quick hot takes you have just seen the last jedi take yourself back you've just seen the yeah. last jedi uh andy what'd you think of it i loved it all right steve what'd you think of it yeah i had a great time with that what's your what's your uh, letterbox star rating it was probably four, four and a half, something like it's that. It four and a half. Andy, what's yours? I probably
1: passionately gave it five. I'd probably give it... You did. With, with, quibbles. <laughs> with Quibbles. With Casino Planet Quibbles. Uh, yes, yes, Casino Planet Quibbles, exactly.
0: I uh, I also uh, was incredibly enthusiastic about that movie. And you know what? I stand by it. And in fact, I would have to say, I like that movie better having just seen Knives Out and been so enthusiastic about it. There are so many great things that are now... I, I recognize even more clearly characteristically and stylistically belong to ryan johnson i just had such a fun time looking at what he did with that so uh i i all i want to know i know i can't even ask this in front of steve okay Steve, plug your ears uh somebody turn off steve andy (laughs) how much do they throw out of ryan johnson and his work i'm not gonna tell you that come on you piece
1: of please Uh, because then i'm telling the world because the world listens i'm not gonna say they're gonna have all to right. watch and the find out. The world's not themselves. listening
0: right now. Did you put
1: earmuffs on the world?
0: We're not live streaming this show.
1: The people They're are come, going to tune uh, in. They might I I'm not going to be the one who says. You're the worst. All the
0: right, worst. Steve, put him back on. All right. And he's a terrible person. No, 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 no. That's great. Delayed gratification. <laughs> delayed there are gratification. gratification. That's Banthans what it's in all about. <laughs> there are a ton of Banthas. It's a herd of much of this is is Banta That's right. <laughs> uh, I have some non-Star Wars related uh, news. Oh,
2: okay. Really? Because you sent us that 12-minute video about Porsche and Star Wars, which...
0: That was... Okay, that was a... Uh, is that a spoiler? Did anybody watch that?
2: Uh, I it's started, dis- I got about four I looked, minutes I in, and I'm like... That clips. It's like an episode of a reality show. I'm like, I don't have like time to watch the design team sitting around debating <laughs> things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this That's is That's so exciting. Doug Chang went to Porsche and said, "Hey, let's work together and have the Porsche design team design one of the ships in The Force Awakens or in in the The Rise of Skywalker." And uh, and so they did, and this is the 12 minute behind the scenes of people drawing and doing CAD and it it ends up apparently it ends up in the movie. Can I just say Don't know? uh
1: this this may be a spoiler if people care. I don't recall seeing that in the movie. I'm not saying it's not <laughs> it's in, the in the movie. Background. Now that yeah. I know what it looks like, I could probably go, oh, yeah. there it was over in that corner yeah. in that space yeah. battle. But it's, yeah. it's, you know, there's a lot of ships. I'll just there's a lot.
0: of Note.
2: Damn it, Andy, there's stop a lot of ruining ships. things. There's a <laughs> lot of ships. And planets.
1: There are a lot of planets. <sighs> Damn
2: it. I bet there's a camera that just pans down to a planet. Wow.
1: You How did you figure that one out? You're very smart. Very. I know, there's a wipe. I bet
2: a really dramatic wipe.
1: There's, well. There is. There is. <laughs> and uh, and uh, lens flare. Lens flare. JJ Flair it's uh, a, a movie that has donald Gleeson in it. Oh, excellent! A, a movie that has. Uh, uh,
0: I, I. I don't know what I can say. Are any of them? Uh, are any? Do any of them have like Brooklyn accents? <laughs>
1: No, but there is an alien who does speak English, and it threw me because it was an alien that I wasn't expecting, just like straight up American English, English. and it just, like, um, I wasn't expecting it, and I was just like, oh, wait a minute, that guy shouldn't be speaking English, he does not look like the sort of person, the sort of creature that would know... You're basic. such a racist. That's the, I it's thought just, that was. Ah. I, <laughs> I <I'm> a speciesist.
0: <laughs> speciesist. I thought that was going to be a problem that was exclusive to the Mandalorian. I'd completely forgotten that that has happened before. It also happened I in Solo. I chose to. It happened yeah. in Solo. It happened in uh, on, Last Jedi Pete, that's, and that's Force a Star Awakens. Trek like occasionally, thing. That, that's, that there be fine is just for you. this. I know. It should live exclusively in Star Trek. That is where that <laughs> rule exists. Here, the rule is being broken. Uh Anyway, um, so lots of Banthas and uh, an alien with an American accent. Yes. Good. That's what we have. Uh, I have now watched both uh, the last two to get ready for it. I did not do the entire prequel series. uh, I've only watched Force Awakens the last And I listened to both of our shows to get ready for it. And uh, I am very enthusiastic about seeing it. I I have officially amped myself up. There so you go. I'm ready, ready to cry. Why? Why? Why do you want to do that? You're going to be like, <laughs> because,
2: because it's going to be the Phantom Menace. It's going to be, I'm so excited. <sighs>
1: see, now you're amping yourself down. It, no. Well, he's, so see, I, I he's can only to go get up. himself to the bottom so he can go up.
2: Can, I can only go up so I won't be, I won't have that experience of walking out going, what? I didn't walk the out of Phantom Menace. was feeling that?
0: that you're setting up yourself to be Eeyore you're setting setting yourself up to walk in sad and walk out sad and realize that good movies can't be made anymore, and you 're just going to hate yourself <laughs> for it, and no, I don 't I... live for that. I choose optimism, and you know who I learned that from? I learned it from you, Steve. <laughs> I'm just trying to
2: moderate expectations because there's been far too many times where this is going to be great and it's good, but it's not the greatness. And if you don't get the feels that you want, it's disappointing. So, yeah, I I, I know that I enjoy J.J. Abrams as a filmmaker and I let him take me away and I get swept up. And so I know he's capable of doing that. I also know that like... Super 8 has some flaws to it, but I really, really enjoy it. But I went in with really limited expectations of I'm not really sure what this is about. I don't know how much I'm going to like it. And I enjoyed it. And so I'm setting myself up for the same thing of I'm not expecting the penultimate. This is the capstone of this entire arc that this was a well architected trilogy. It's going to be an entertaining movie.
1: And I will leave it at that. Now, you're not joining us for the film board this weekend, are you? No, I'm not See, No, I, I wish <laughs> that you were cuz I would love to uh, get your thoughts. Yeah. So we'll just have to All wait right. till you post well, on the will wait till Next Thursday perhaps. Oh wow, you're going to be waiting that long, huh? I well, I mean you're saying I, it I, this we weekend, recording? right? I I don't
2: have tickets. You there don't have tickets. There are rows
1: Of available seats. Granted yeah. they were the front row. Yeah. So. But still, <laughs> there were seats available. There were
0: rows of available yeah. seats on the floor in front of my I got, the a, kid, the I got a kid driving
2: in. I got a kid driving in from Colorado Springs. She's leaving Friday. She's coming in Saturday afternoon. So I don't think the yeah. first thing she's going to want is me dragging her to Star Wars. You never so. know, though.
0: I bet it is. Well, she probably is. I bet it no. is the first no. thing no, My she girls wants. are
2: like, eh, Star Wars. Eh, yeah. Okay.
0: They're more excited Great. to
2: go see Jumanji
1: 2 or whatever it yeah. is. That was the fun one.
0: Yeah. I thought that was going to be the thing that outs Andy. He played pretty cool just then. I have uh, Marvel news. Would you guys shut up for a second? (laughs) Marvel news? The TV stuff? This was the first thing that greeted me this morning, and it is, in fact, the thing I've been laughing about all day long. The headline is, this is on NBC News. USDA tariff tracker removes Wakanda, (laughs) fictional home of Black Panther, as free trade partner. Oh. That is delightful that Black Panther is still getting great press so long after the movie. This is apparently, uh, nobody really knows exactly how this happened, but the USDA uh, Foreign Agricultural Service website uh, allowed you to choose your FTA partner as Wakanda, and it had its own uh its own yes. card its own little tags and it it maintained some some fairly strict uh, uh trade negotiating terms uh for example yellow potatoes had to mani- maintain a 0.5 cent per kilogram base rate when shipped in from the east Ac- african nation while frozen <laughs> chinese water chestnuts were tariff free if the us decided to import them from wakanda cows were also tariff free wow out Standing yes. gaffe. Whoever is responsible for not deleting the data on Wakanda before they went live. I <laughs> love you. My hat's off. That slays me. So oh, so good. Uh, be- Chadwick Boseman did not expect to get a hero shot on this particular news <laughs> site. <laughs> this story. What are we thinking of cats? Did you guys jump out to cats uh, and-, and see cats is open? I was going
1: to see that after. Star Wars but I had to come here so <laughs> sadly you won't come I uh,
0: I have not seen it but the um I listened to the NPR review uh on the radio this afternoon and it was stellar it was just stellar listening to these seasoned critics try to wrap their heads around what they saw on screen they and and it kept coming around to, apparently to the ears and the tails and they said you cannot watch this movie and not get so distracted by judy dench and wonder <laughs> what makes judy dench decide to twitch her ears that are always moving they're always moving the cg is constantly moving around their bodies and their legs and their movements it's incredibly distracting i like that on
1: critic. Uh, it says it's not as bad as it looks correction we just read the reviews and it is in fact exactly that bad <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> that sounds about right yes. i'm sorry for tom hooper it sounds like this one is not uh it's not looking great for him this holiday season no um, no no, I don't. It's,
2: it's uh, the review I read on Vox had a list of things you will see and maybe never unsee if you watch the movie Cats, which includes uh, Rebel Wilson, who plays house cat Jenny Ann Annie Dots, unzipping her cat suit to reveal another cat suit below it, but one that is bedeckled, bedecked in jazzy pink sequin suit. Um, not one, but two instances of cats getting hit in their perfectly smooth Barbie like groins and crying out in pain. Oh, and dear. Acclaimed thespian Ian McKellen playing theater cat Gus lapping up milk from a shallow bowl, resting at chin height.
1: I also heard these oh. things. I also heard the little the little mice with little girl faces were pretty disturbing, oh. and the rocket kicking cockroaches. Uh, yes, oh, a lot yeah. of stuff.
0: Oh, the whole
1: thing. I just can't. I, I I'm really shocked that it got made. Uh, I didn't know anyone was still into yeah. cats. I'm it surprised was anyone like the, was ever into cats, really. It's,
2: well, it's the biggest like Broadway uh, thing yeah, ever. I think everybody was coked
1: out of their heads in New York. I don't I know. I think it was because people kept hearing that yeah. and they said, Oh, well, we have yeah. to go see it. And then they'd watch and go, well, I don't know why people keep watching I mean, this thing. I wait,
2: no, I get it. I get it. It's it's art. I must I can't admit that I don't get it and that it's weird. I, everybody else loves it. I must love it too.
1: It's got That's... quite a cast. Like it is a yeah. crazy oh, yeah. cast. Amazing.
0: Yeah, it's just it. I, I think the biggest critique and the, the biggest, most sensible critique that I've heard is that the, the original intention of cats and the musical cats and even the early video of cats was never designed to go so far into making the cat, the, the people feline. Like, the, right. it really, it, it was a thing that was of its time and of its technology. And the unitards and the fur, yeah. that was about where it should have stopped and that it is it is completely crossed the chasm, the the unfeline valley, the feline valley <laughs> chasm. <laughs> uh. That's the that's all I've got. What else do you guys have to talk about?
1: I don't think I have anything else other
0: than the holiday season you, is you upon
1: seem us. And tired. Are
0: we going to be doing
1: our lists? Or did we decide? Yes, we're going to do that. And is that something that we have to have ready for next week? Because uh, that seems next week extensive. is the last weekend of the year of the decade. Yeah.
0: What, so my? wait a minute. What are our what are our lists? Go the, ahead. Are, what do we have? Twenty
1: five or something. Favorite 25? films of the did decade. Do we say twenty five? Wait,
0: we favorite is, films is, is, of when, the decade when did that 50, rule get a top 100 our top 100, okay. films. Top are, 100 <laughs> films wow uh maybe just somebody stop andy stuff. from talking a list of our 20, top what is it top 10 like favorite movie of a year of the each year of the decade top 10 no just we're well i don't know everybody's
1: been doing 25 of the decade that's what that's what's in That's what's hip. That's what all the young people are doing.
2: Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I've got all kinds of different... Okay, Okay, boomer. boomer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a dumb joke, but it played well. (laughs)
2: All right. You're the old timers on here. (sighs) I think you can handle 25
1: movies.
0: 25 movies. All right. 25 movies of the decade. And we're doing that for next week's set, yes, yes. Tell okay. me we're not doing, then we skip the list. We're not doing the list.
1: List, list. What is our movie next week? Uh, let's see. This week's The Lonely Guy.
0: It's all, all of, of me, me right? Uh, Dude, because um, now we have to have two lists. That's a, all that, the movies.
1: Yeah, we could skip it. And that's fine. We'll skip that list and we'll just
0: do this list. Yeah. We'll do the countdown. Okay. All right. Well, that makes it easy. We don't even have to come up with themes this week. Yeah, that's great.
1: Oh, what a
0: vacation. Well, but we
1: do have to theme our 25 favorite films.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 25 lists of the decade. And they all have to be body switching movies. (laughs) Sorry, Steve. (laughs) I know you've already put the work in. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> no, no,
2: I've, I've, got, I've got some other listi- listicle, not listicle, We don't use that word t- around here. I know. I've got other types of things we can, for discussion topics, I guess, about the decade that we can discuss. Right. But I will have a list of 25. That's easy. I've got some
1: other See, things. See, now he says it's easy.
2: It is. I just go into flick chart and my letterbox and
1: sort and filter. Boom, I'm done. You know, I did that, and then I was like, oh, wow, I really need to jump in and do some re-ranking because some of these things mm-hmm. are in the wrong places. Especially hey, now that speaking time of is, re-ranking. <laughs> hey, look at you. <laughs> I got to keep this thing moving. To, Come on, right, guys. Do it. Shuffling. All right. Do it. We are uh, going to do some re-ranking here. Let me jump into our... and I And I love playing my game with Andy. That was fun. That was fun all right
0: let's see if it's still rank this chart
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna rank some of the movies that we have ranked of all of our movies that we've talked about over on flickchart.com where all 432 movies we've talked about on the show have been ranked from favorite to least favorite and we're gonna do some re-ranking now and our first up we have a star is born 1976 that's the streisand Christofferson version opposite the host Bong Joon Ho. I don't think Steve has seen A Star Is Born, nineteen seventy six, but I think he has seen The Host. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't matter because it's The Host,
0: and you agree I it's The agree. Host. But um, so. and Nanny's correct. Oh, oh, there yeah, we I go. I,
2: I may have seen <laughs> it on the network TV in the late seventies, but I don't
1: think so. I don't. I'm going to have to skip right. this next one, Pete. Uh, what? What? It's something that we haven't <laughs> released yet. It's an episode oh. that's not out yet. Oh. Okay. So, all right. Next up, Shaun of the Dead or Star Trek 2009? I think Steve's seen both of these, and I think Steve prefers Shaun of the Dead, just like me.
2: <laughs> now he's telling me what to think. I don't know about this game. Anymore. Hang on, let me mute Steve. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's, he's wait, a figurehead this, at this point. Wait, this is <laughs> Sha- Sha- wait, Shaun of the Dead or Star Trek <laughs> Star 2009? Trek 2009? Oh, I have seen both. Oh, you've got red on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I mean you I know you but, got red but, on you. No. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but Star Trek, it was a it was a fantastic reboot. Oh. I I will go JJ J. Abrams on this one.
3: Oh right now. Oh, Really?
2: Yeah, yeah that, that I love Shaun of the Dead, but I don't know, I've been I don't know, I I don't know. I will start. That Star Trek is one I can just put on at any time and just watch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Or, That's crazy.
2: Crazy. It's Like you don't even know. No. It's crazy. not like Andy does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not like he did.
1: <laughs> All right, Pete. Where are you? And yeah, that guy you're, can really fly. <laughs> <laughs> you're the deciding factor here, Pete.
0: No, no, I'm Star Trek. Oh, you are. I didn't I even didn't need hear to speak. you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek takes it. I yeah. used my mind. I guess Star Trek was Great. already ahead of Psst.
1: Shaun of the Dead at uh, and oh. held its spot okay. at 23. Okay. All right, this one will be easy for Pete. Moneyball from 2011 or Moneyball: the Thomas Crown Affair 99 version. <laughs> I think Steve has seen both of these. Hey, <laughs> you're 3 for 3, Andy. <sighs> uh, what do you pick, Steve?
0: And Steve prefers
1: Moneyball. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I definitely prefer Moneyball. Yeah. All right. We all prefer oh, Moneyball. Yeah. Moneyball takes it. Yes. Moneyball held steady at 83. 80, 80, 82 spots Moneyball. too low for Pete. <laughs> That's
3: right. <laughs>
1: exactly right. We got more Star Trek coming up. We got Star Trek First Contact or Manhunt, one of Fritz Lang's films. Star Trek First Contact for me. I think Steve has seen Star Trek, but not Manhunt. <laughs> or for, for <laughs> Andy. <laughs> I uh gosh, it's got some really terrible stuff and James Cromwell dancing to the rock music is just the worst. Um <laughs> that's what you remember out of that movie, that's, huh? That is the curse of that movie is James Cromwell ruined it because of that. But I still will go with dancing, it because I did yeah. like a lot of the Borg stuff. I think they could have done better, yeah. but I still I still yeah. like it. All right, so Star Trek held steady at two twenty nine. Next up, we have La Vie en Rose or Alien. I think Steve has seen Alien. Alien. I
2: think for that I think that one's not fair because I think didn't La Vie en Rose come up last last week?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it did. It's it seems yeah. to pop up regularly. Yeah, but uh, Alien is definitely the no, better of correct. the film, and that was uh, oh, yeah held steady at twenty one. Next up, we have The French Connection or Atlantic City. I would say Steve has seen French Connection. These two, not Atlantic City.
0: Is that... That's... Yes!
2: All right. This is eerie. (laughs) It's French Connection. And the thing is, I think it was... Was it Ray in Discord said, oh, well, Andy just probably looked at Steve's flick chart. I have... I nuked my flick chart a couple years ago. It only has a couple hundred movies in it, and I have only started really consistently letterboxing stuff like... Maybe again within the past year. Or so yeah. it's not like Andy has access to information, unless he's reading my brain. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> New technology. Well, French Connection. He, we need
2: liners in these hats to keep I Andy know. out of my brain. Right. Just
1: get your tinfoil. Uh, French Connection is what I pick, and that held steady at 66. I've lost count. So we'll just say this is our last one. What? How many were we doing? I don't know. 10? That was number six. Okay, that was number six. Because oh, I keep keeping I'm, track. You are okay. six and I am way off. Then, all right. <laughs> Escape from the Planet of the Apes and uh, We're No Angels from 1955. I don't think Steve's seen either of these. Mm.
2: <laughs> Which Planet of the Apes is that? That's the one
1: where they when... go to the go back in time to the present. Uh, the two apes and uh, and. To a regular seventies society. Oh, and you're they right. Have the baby. And I, if I did circus.
2: see it on WGN, it was maybe once a l- when I was a little kid. But I don't. I don't think so. I remember the original one and the one where they're like in the underground city Which is with the, the one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Worshiping so. the nuke. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Seven for seven, Andy. Um, uh, I I kind of am partial to the Planet of the Apes films, and I really enjoy that one, so I'm going to say that one. But We're <laughs> No Angels is a great Christmas movie, but still, I'm going to go with Planet of the
0: Apes. Um. Yeah, I think I'm We're no angels. But uh, do I care that much? <laughs> <laughs> angels are <laughs> elite. Really
1: angels are apes. I'll give you. I'll give you apes. Oh, look at you! It's tis the giz- giving season. Escape from the Planet of the Apes held steady at one fifty-three. Oh. Next up, we have Autumn Sonata from our In- Ingrid Bergman series. Uh, wow. And we have the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pair for you <laughs> oh
2: man thank you Flickcher
1: I, I uh, pretty sure Steve already said at some point that he hasn't seen Autumn Sonata but uh, boy Poseidon Adventure I feel like this might be one that Steve has caught at some point so I'm going to say Poseidon Adventure yes he's seen Ernest Borgnine that's right and uh, yes yeah.
0: It's, oh, it's got stuff it's, it's What do you do? I would definitely what watch do Poseidon do? Adventure
1: first, but I am going to say Autumn Sonata actually.
0: Yeah, I'll say Autumn Sonata too.
1: All right. Well, Autumn Sonata held steady at two oh seven, and mm. then what is this one? Is steady this, at two oh seven? Is this fascinating?
0: This is nice. Okay, we have Kiss yeah. Kiss Bang Bang. Do you know bang. what Andy? Stop counting. I know. Just let, let Steve do, do the counting. counting. <laughs> You're just. It's not. <laughs> Steve can read that. my
2: mind. He can't count from one <laughs> to ten. He can't count
1: from one to ten. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, a film we all love, and I know Steve's seen that one. Or Sea Biscuit, which I love. And I gosh, I feel like Steve said he didn't see that
0: one. I feel like he did too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, look at but that. But kiss, kiss, bang, bang is the answer. Yeah. Uh, oh, sea biscuit for me. It better be. Sea biscuit. Kiss for kiss. Me. I kiss, love sea oh. so much. Kiss
1: kiss. All right. Well, you so you're both going kiss-kiss. I'll let you vote on that one, even though you haven't seen I see- know I shouldn't. What am I doing? Because I'm you voting should. for Seabiscuit. I know. I'm
0: like waiting for your grace God, to come what am I doing? down. Is, I
1: can't count. I don't remember the rules
0: anymore. What's happening to me? The rules <laughs> that I made up.
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to have to rock, paper, scissors. You're going to have to do it. All right. Here. Are you ready? Uh, yes. All right. Here we go. One, one two, two, three. three uh, sea biscuit cuts blah. you off. Ooh, Seabiscuit had a big old jump from 96
3: to
0: 38.
1: 38? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm gonna, wow. I'm have to to
0: watch watch. It
2: so you could go vote. Boy, I, I know. Wait, at Put what point does
0: Seabiscuit come around in this little cavalcade of re ranking? Because I think it would be great if we got to do that again in a couple of weeks is there any way
1: to push that up Uh, you'll have to work on the god of random
0: yeah yeah (laughs) all right
1: so is that 10 or is this next one 10 no no this next one's 10 so once again we have another star trek film popping up in here star trek 6 the undiscovered country or only angels have wings i know steve has seen star trek 6 only angels have wings i would say no perfect score andy was from our 1939 perfect series. Score, Look Andy. What a week for you! I tell you, I got to get perfect at something.
0: This is Star Trek.
1: Yeah, Star Trek for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was this was where the whole quibbles thing came from. That film right there. That's where so that, that, that was the <laughs> trouble. Star, Star Trek, Trek 6, the trouble with quibbles. quibbles. The trouble with quibbles. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Six held steady at 62 on our chart. So there we go. We had a couple jumps in there, but uh, that's where we landed.
0: All right. Good. All right. Nice job, Ranking everybody. We really, we really saw it through. <laughs> All let's ten. do. Let's do trailers. All, All right. <laughs> All right, Andrew. I think I get to go first since yes, I uh, you pulled do. the. We
2: have not had this in I
1: don't know how I long. Know. I pulled an A twenty four. We have our A twenty four rule, and I get to go first now. So, uh, my trailer is their new trailer, which is Saint Maud, which I just thought had a fantastic look. It's directed by first-time feature director Rose Glass. Um, she has directed shorts. This is her first uh, feature, and it's a psychological horror that... Just looks really creepy. Uh, it's about a nurse named Maud who has converted to Catholicism, and she's confer- concerned that she's possessed because now she's infatuated with this uh, former dancer who she's been caring for named Amanda, played by Jennifer. I never know how to say her last name. Ellie? Ely? L? I don't know. Anyway, I think she's always a compelling actress and uh it just the everything about it just has this really creepy vibe that feels like something that uh it's along the lines and i think the trailer even even points it out from the studio that brought you hereditary and uh the witch I'm like well it feels like those sorts of films it has a vibe going on in here with these characters and uh Morphid clark plays the lead character here um mod and just i don't know the Everything about it, the way it's shot, the way it's uh, presented, the the tone uh, looks like uh, something more than a first time filmmaker putting something together. I was just really excited when I saw this trailer. What do you guys think?
0: Oh, I loved it. And it hooked me. Uh, I don't know. Was it when it was a couple of weeks ago? We started talking about the trailer, popular music and the trailers. This one. Uh, is the Billie Eilish song All the Good Girls Go to Hell and if there's ever a song that better fit a trailer I don't know what it is this one <laughs> n- nailed it and uh, you should also go watch the video of that song because it's bananas uh, and it was great I, I really love the tone of it It is. it seems to fit the whole sort of week on week uh, theme we have going on here from Three Christ's to Saint Maud uh and what whatever will come next I don't know but I will tell you all of it uh is uh, it it's, looks like a real win for me this this looks terrific it's it's clear that you
2: have made your full transition into I am open to freaky Yeah movies. man when she I puts love it. Would when say, she puts her
0: foot in the yeah. in the shoe uh, in oh in the shoe Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
2: yeah 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 no this is, yeah and I like this type of thing because it's it, it, i have a feel there there might be some supernatural element to it but it's more of a psychological piece yeah. to it that's that's very interesting to yeah. this one and it does just re, the trailer really sells the tone very well of what this thing and it, Andy, you're right on it has a beautiful look to it that's really really draws me in and uh, i'm looking forward to being uncomfortable in the theater watching it oh this she just
0: one. has <laughs> so much <laughs> charisma too uh, like you just yeah. want
1: to see what she does with this absolutely definitely ben fordsman is the cinematographer who also hasn't done um a ton of stuff um like as an actual like feature projects and stuff and it looks like this is his first time but he's worked like kind of been working his way up over the years and so uh, i think this looks like something where a lot of people are coming together doing something big uh, for their first uh, film to really make a mark. So I'm impressed. This uh, already played at TIFF uh, in September, and it's going to be opening March 27th here in the U.S., May 1st in the U.K. And uh, I th- let me see if there's any other release dates. I think that um, uh, we've got a, a few others. No, that is that is pretty much it. It's got another. It's playing at the AFI Fest, um Oh no! I guess that was last month too. So yeah, that's uh, all I have. So uh, hopefully it will get a little bit wider release. But uh, as we know, it's a twenty four, and so their streaming service is pretty good. You can find them all over the place. So once it goes digital, people will be able to track I'll it. Beyond
0: Canopy in the U.S. Yes, indeed. That's right. Yep. Oh yeah. All awesome, right. uh, Steve, Steve. I guess we're next. Okay. Do you want me to um, so snap all the way through? <laughs>
2: sure. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be your background. That's going to be really okay. annoying. <laughs> You're supposed to start.
2: Well, we, we talked about Cats and the, and the musical that nobody wanted to see or nobody asked to see. And and next year, we, we're getting one that I think people will be very excited to see uh, on June 26th when coming to a theater near you is a adaptation that I'm going to go out on a limb and I say I predict that In the Heights is going to be bigger than Spielberg's West Side Story. And the reason is I think John M. Chu has the ability and has proven that he can handle musical numbers. He had a web series. I think I may have talked about this on the show a long time ago uh, called um, The LXD, The League of Extraordinary Dancers. And it's like a little superhero segmented story with all these these dance numbers with all the different types of dance and he handled that really really well and looking at the subject matter that he's dealing with which is uh coming from Lynn manuel miranda you know as it says right there in the trailer from the genius that brought us hamilton uh this just looks like so much fun and i think the talent behind this uh is gonna outshine not that Spielberg can't do it well, but what he's been doing lately is more adult fare. And I feel like he's lost touch with that fun childhood side. I didn't even bother going to see the the BFG or anything because he's fully entrenched in his, you know, Bridge of Spies and War Horse and all that. And I think this one's going to be the bigger musical when it hits uh, next summer uh, in the Heights coming, you know, in, in June and just the the bright colors. It just. The cinematography, the choreography, everything, I'm sold on this one. I'm looking forward. I don't know that I've never seen the show, so I'm, I'm not a big Broadway guy type of thing, but I will show up in the theater for this one. So what about
1: you guys? I had never heard of the show. I didn't even realize it was a show until you said like that it was based on a play. I thought this must have been something that they created just uh, for film. So it's uh, exciting nope. to know. And clearly I'm out of touch with, with uh, Broadway theater. Um, I I loved the look, I loved the vibe, I loved the tone. I mean, I was really excited by what they were doing here, and um, I, yeah, just the cast. You don't get a lot of what the story is really going to be, but it's clearly about people dealing, you know, kind of just in this neighborhood and just life in this neighborhood, right. and that kind of expansive story where it's it's kind of a small area, but it's a lot of people as they're dealing with something. I, I'm excited about it. And I think you're right. John uh, Chu, I think, is a really exciting director that can, uh, you know, do something really good with this. So I'm excited. Count me in.
0: I, I'm i a, a big fan and I'm a big fan of the music. Uh, but I'm also a big fan of the music because this was, uh, in, in terms of Lin-Manuel's, uh, <laughs> Lin-Manuel, We're so close. Uh. We're close on Twitter. (laughs) Um, He, uh, in in terms of Miranda's, like, uh, overall sort of work, this is Hamilton 1. Right. And so when you listen to it, if you're familiar with the Hamilton music, many of the musical tropes that he uses and became so big in Hamilton and the way the music is constructed, the way the music is the musical narrative is constructed over the course of you know two hours. It, it started here. So I feel like this this movie, the movie music, I, I think is a real showcase for fans of lin Manuel Miranda's stuff even more than than maybe the kind of intimacy of the story and the bodega and the Dominican Republic kind of story. And and um it is definitely a story of class and of wealth and of um I mean it's just uh it's it's incredibly culturally rich and you can tell it means so much. I mean this is this is from his heart, this this show. Um and it just I mean you can feel it it's it's him, you know doing the main part he is actually not doing the main part but you you can feel like the spirit of of miranda's is is, um, is is definitely in yeah, this character know, so
2: i didn't know the whole story about this so i did a little you know wikipedia searching and according to wikipedia he wrote the earliest draft of in the heights in 1999 his freshman year of college yeah. oh wow and it And then uh, it was a student theater company that that did it. It was a short little 80-minute one-act show. Um, And then some of the seniors there and some alumni said, hey, we think this could be expanded to go like Broadway scope type of thing. And so it, it sort of morphed over time on that. But to say the the seeds of the start of his freshman year uh I think just speaks to this man's creative talent yeah. to have something like this. Yeah. Uh yeah, which won all kinds of awards,
0: toured. Yeah. I, I think so. there is there is no question that we'll get a Hamilton movie, but I think it has such extensive legs uh on Broadway that it's probably oh, yeah. gonna be a while. And uh yeah. so for those who who want the the style and, and tone of of Hamilton, but have it with a distinctly Dominican vibe. This is this yeah. is the way to do it. It's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be great. I'm a super huge fan. I th- I can't wait to see it. Right. June twenty
1: sixth. And, and you know, John Chu, Jim and the holograms. Yeah. Everyone should check it out. Uh, it's a lot yeah, better knew, than people. I knew Yeah. Oh yeah. okay. man,
0: it's been a long time I since you've dropped it. that. Wow. I know, right?
2: I know. Oh yeah. man. It's it that is no, that is a little sort of like Undiscovered gem that people need to go go track down and watch because it is surprising how good that movie is. It really is.
0: Yeah. Uh my trailer is well, I was gonna do this other one because I was buffaloed into it, but I changed <sighs> hard, hard pivot when I saw that the, the tra- I totally missed the hard trailer uh that just came out for Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Uh and I can't say anything about it because I don't know. The plot is currently unknown. (laughs) Uh, This is a story of things that go backwards and there's lots of ropes and wall running. And it looks like there's some spy stuff and some driving stuff. And there's definitely cars that chase each other. Back end to back end. That's crazy. And it seems like exactly what I want out of Christopher Nolan. He did it. Uh, he's doing it again. And I had to watch this trailer several times because it doesn't make sense to me. And I still love it. Uh, there is definitely time travel <laughs> stuff going on. Uh, there's definitely spy game stuff. And IMDb says evolution. Evolution, y'all. Okay. Okay, Chris. Uh so this is the cast. Uh, you know, we we don't know who anybody is, but we know Aaron Taylor-Johnson's in it and Robert Pattinson and Kenneth Branagh, right. uh Elizabeth Debicki, Michael K- Michael Kane. Okay. Uh, uh Himesh Patel. Himesh Patel. You guys yesterday is in this movie. Yeah. Oh, I like him so much. And I John, can't believe you haven't said John David Washington. John, well, I was getting there, man. Alphabet, alphabetical. Oh, okay. Andrew Howard. We'll get back around. Yuri Kolokolnikov. Kolokolnikov. Uh, and then, oh, John David Howard is in it as well. John David Washington? I mean, Washington. Howard is in it. I written, say right. his name right. Oh, Andy, you are <laughs> such a school mom today. Uh, okay. <laughs> I I I'm very much looking forward to it. It feels exactly you like what ruler. people are going. Oh, you really have a ruler. People are going to love hating on this movie for all of the things that I think I'm probably going to love about it. So, uh let's see. Bring it. Let's see what we got. going to go Interstellar with the space library uh all over the place. And I'm I am here for it. What do you think?
2: Yes. I was angry. You picked this because I didn't want to watch it. But <laughs> it doesn't it, matter, it Steve. First.
0: It doesn't. I matter. know. I, I
2: watched. It. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I have no context for anything going on. That's all I know. That's all I need to know. Yep. I'm fully on board for this. I know some people, yeah, are gonna hate on it just because they like to hate the Nolan, and you know, he's got a he's he's got his lucky charm. He's got his Michael kane there, um, and he's treading in familiar territory. I, it's. I mean, it's very much got that. Uh, Inception kind of feel where we seems like we're in the real world, but some rules are being bent. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, it looks like we're getting more into the action genre where he's, you know, they're police investigating something. I don't know. They got weird rope rigs that allow them to like catapult themselves up sides of buildings. I, I, excited to see this i'm excited to see nothing more about this until july when it hits screen <laughs> can't wait for trailer <laughs> that's so what i'm excited words, we can't
1: pick uh, the second trailer as a trailer pick you can you can and i'll just pretend i didn't <laughs> see it and Talk about the first one. Your internet is breaking
0: up. Your internet is (laughs) breaking up.
1: (laughs) Well, let me just say I did see Star Wars tonight in IMAX and IMAX 3D, and I actually got the uh, uh, Christopher Nolan IMAX treat of watching the opening of this film. Um, in IMAX, so if you want a little more, Pete, check it out. Okay, uh, it looks fantastic, and uh, the the opening was great. My my daughter and wife looked at each other as soon as it was over, and they're like, "What was that? I want more!" Oh, good. <laughs> so, yeah, it uh, just everything about it looks really really interesting. Um, I will say the if you do go watch it, it weirdly felt like. Uh, and I don't know if this is a good thing, but Nolan, in a, some way, like a response to uh, what happened when Dark Knight Rises opened in the theater, um, it was just it was it was oh, weird because okay. it opens with a scene like that, and it was like a little I'm, I'm uncomfortable all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So, but anyway, movie looks great. I can't wait to see it. This is definitely on my list for July next year,
0: July seventeenth, twenty twenty. In the U.S. and uh, I, it's it's a big rollout that starts uh, the fifteenth in Indonesia, all the way through France on the eighteenth. So um, I will say Germany does get it on the sixteenth. So Angela uh, worked something out. <laughs> Road trip. Road trip. Road slash
3: Road boat trip. trip. Yep. Road trip. Yep. All right. We have to do our
1: lists. All right, so this week uh, we're continuing our Steve Martin series and the show on The Lonely Guy dropped, and we threw out our options for people to pick so uh, they could help (laughs) decide our fate as to the list we were putting together this week, and they landed on uh, great dog fetches from movies. (laughs) Why did we pick that? I don't know. Sometimes we're short ideas, we think it's funny, and then we pay the price. So here we (laughs) are. Yeah, Uh, yep. Okay. All right. I guess I get to go first. Yeah, you get to go first. I'm going to go with a movie that is, uh, I did not see in theaters. It came out uh, 2018, just a year ago. Um, I missed it in theaters, watched it later, and I'm like, why did I not watch this? It is now one of my top Wes Anderson films. It is Isle of Dogs. And there's a fantastic scene that is really great when you have uh, Chief, uh, the dog played by Brian Cranston, who meets up with or who he's with the young boy as they're traveling uh, across the uh, island looking for uh, the young boy's dog spots. And the the boy throws a stick for him and is, and is trying to get him to fetch it. And Brian Cranston just looks at him as like, I'm not going to fetch that. And and it's just this this thing. And finally, he's just like. Look, I'll get it, but I'm doing it because I pity you. I'm doing and this because I feel sorry for you. Yeah. It's just so it's great. It's brilliant. It's great. And then it leads, of course, to, uh, you know, the the you know the more bonding between the two. And it's just a fantastic moment. So I've, I've uh, never the, tasted a puppy favorite... snap.
3: Right. <laughs> it's so great.
1: Oh, I love this movie. Makes me want to watch it again right yes. now. Uh, that is my first pick, Isle of Dogs. That is a hard steal. Well, you pre stole one from me uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm try I, I i i that was the first thing that came to mind. I said one of you guys will have that on the list, so that is not on my list oh, okay. I, well, I you dug smart. I dug deep I dug deep on this and had to do some search and had to do some finding clips on YouTube to verify that my memory was accurate because some of these I have not seen in quite some time uh the first. One is a film that I discovered uh, on cable TV uh, in high school, and it, I don't know—it was just on HBO all the time or something. And it—it's a a weird combination of comedy and horror, uh, directed by Steve Miner. And this is a film called House. It's the story of a oh. troubled writer who moves into a haunted house after inheriting it from his aunt, and at one point there. <sighs> There's a monster that is chasing him and he kills it and then he chops it up into pieces and buries it in the backyard. And of course, the dog digs up this hand and we've got a dog with this grotesque, monstrous hand in his mouth that he so it's it's sort of fetching in the sense of, you know, dog digging something out that's and but it's. It's a scary monster, but the scene is played for laughs, and so this is just this odd tone in this movie, uh, starring William Cat, the greatest American hero, and George Went. It's a really odd movie. I haven't seen it, but I, if if it's out there on Amazon streaming or something, I recommend it because it is a really unique film about a Vietnam veteran dealing with sort of PTSD before we had a, a name for PTSD.
1: I loved that movie when I was young, and I probably still <laughs> okay. would, would love it. I think when we had Steve Miner on the show, I told him that I loved it, and I still do. And I, I, I should re-watch it, just to verify, but uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that one, yeah. so it's not a steal. Yes. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a good pick. Um, I, all I can say is, believe it or not, I'm walking <laughs> on there. Uh, that's... No, believe it or not, George
2: isn't at home. (laughs) Where could I be? Believe it or
0: not, it's just... Okay, so my first pick was a pre-steal. Apparently, from before we started recording the show, it was accidental because I got sucked into the internet wormhole about Hachi, a dog's tail. And this is apparently a true story about this dog, Hachi. And... It's crushingly, crushingly sad, but the dog is super adorable, and um, uh, it was directed by Lassa Hallstrom. It was written by uh, Stephen Lindsay and Kanedo Shindo, and it stars Richard Jeer. Gier- Richard <laughs>
3: Well, I haven't, seen him in a, I haven't seen him in a long time. Uh,
0: does he still pronounce it that way? Uh, Richard Gere and Joan <laughs> Allen. And it's the story of this uh, this professor and his he, he finds this dog that had been freighted over and uh, they fall in love. And there is an adorable fetching scene. The fetching scene is adorable because it actually has Richard Gere crawling around on his hands and knees and picking up a ball in his mouth to try to teach the dog Jeez. how to fetch. And I really uh, enjoy this. I, I love Richard Gere. It, it, he's great in the movie. And Joan Allen... It's it's a super sweet movie. I think it's, is it G? Is it a G rating? Yes. It's, it, yes it crushes is. heart. It crushes yeah, heart. Yeah, it really does. Uh, for being a G rating. So, uh, my I realized only tonight that I have not shown it to my family and that is, uh, that's very hard to, to say. Anyway, the whole thing about the dog at the end, so that, uh, you know, spoiler, the dog waits at the train station for years and eventually they put a statue up of, of the professor and the dog. It, it in real life is a true story and so it's still there and because the dog waited after the professor had, a, what is it, a hemorrhage, aneurysm, stroke, something, and he never came home Something, yeah. off the train. You guys, he never came home. <sighs> have to come back. But at least Richard Gere had a ball in his mouth. (laughs) At least there's that. What do you got, Andy?
1: (laughs) Okay, I am going for um, I guess it should seem an obvious pick for me for my second choice uh, because Tom Hanks is in it. And of course, (laughs) I love Tom Hanks. It is, of course, the burbs. And it's the fantastic scene when he and uh, his neighbor, uh, Art, are in the backyard talking about what could have happened and his neighbor is just kind of the dog is fetching and he just his neighbor kind of keeps grabbing whatever it is and throwing it until he realizes it is actually a human (laughs) bone like a thigh bone (laughs) which is just a great moment so uh that's my second pick the burbs
0: (laughs) that's andy you and i There's a wavelength. I should have known. I should have known because it was it was Tom Hanks, but it was on my list too. And in fact, I actually only just. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I had it on my list, and I went while we were doing the uh, talking about our trailers. I was I started watching it, and I almost. Like fell over. I was laughing so hard. I had to mute because I think I was suffocating a little bit during the show a few minutes ago. It's really funny for me.
1: It's it's a. I love it. It's a funny movie. Yeah. It's great. So,
0: all right, Steve. All right, that's Steve. a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: what do I say about this one? Um, if Willem Dafoe asks you to go rob a bank with him, don't do it. Um, in David Lynch's Wild at Heart, uh, it's. Darkly comic moment where they, they rob the bank. Willem Dafoe's shooting people. He ends up blowing his own head off. And as then we've got a shot inside the bank is these men who have been shot up are crawling around in their own blood, and one of them is looking for his hand. And then we've got a shot of dog running out of the back of the bank with the guy severed. Wow. <laughs>
1: I totally don't even remember that from that movie. I need to watch <laughs> that movie again. It's just, it's
2: David Lynch, and it's just, it's bizarre. And it, it, I don't know, it still just strikes me as hilarious because the guys are arguing about if they can sew it on or not. And it's like, well, too bad. This, this dog just, he's taking it out to the back alley to chew on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Ah, you just gotta do go what you gotta wild do. Wild at heart. There you go. Awesome. All right, Pete. Uh well, I this should have been absolutely predictable uh and I'm surprised that I got this far. I'm talking about John Wick 3. When you need to get out of Casablanca, sometimes you got to call the dogs and the dogs fetch all kinds of things <laughs> including testicles and necks and hands and it is just straight up gruesome and I they do things with dogs in this sequence in this movie that I've never seen. And I wouldn't want to own these dogs personally after this scene, because I can't imagine they're friendly or else they're method. They're method dogs. (laughs) It's (laughs) bananas. If you haven't seen John Wick 3 and you're not afraid to see what puppies can do to people, uh, you (laughs) should watch this movie. It's fantastic. There you go.
1: Yes. All right. For my final pick, I am going with a, uh, one of, Disney's animated films that uh, I don't know why it didn't click for as many people as it did for me, but I just loved bolt. I thought they did a great job with this one. It is about a, a superhero dog that finds out it's actually just an actor and he never knew it and uh, he actually has no superpowers and it's hilarious and it's great and it's a it's one of those typical stories about a dog who's lost his owner and now has to journey to find her Uh, except it's with this dog that thinks it has superpowers it's great um but the fetching is a is actually early in the film we actually see when we think the dog has superpowers and the bad guys have a uh a, a bomb that they stick onto i can't remember a, a truck that's rolling by or something and and uh as penny his little owner says bolt fetch and he charges after it and he gets it off and then he has to go and you know get it put it onto one of the bad guys and Blow them up and all that good stuff. So, that's my final pick, Bolt from two thousand eight.
0: That's a great pick and a big family fave. That 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 oh, yeah. movie came oh, out yeah. right at the sweet spot for my kids. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so uh, much fun. Uh, that's yeah. a great one. Oh yeah. yeah, it's one
2: of those like forgotten. Yeah, it's <laughs> with the rhino. Yeah, and the it's, it's, oh, yeah.
3: yeah. So... Oh, oh my god, because
2: it's what John Travolta does the voice
3: of the yeah, dog it's, and is uh, Miley
2: Cyrus uh, is the Ke- girl? Wasn't it Kevin Hart? Uh, that's does right. The
1: yeah. Bolt or does the Hamster, the
0: hamster. No, no, no it was
1: just uh, one no. of the animators. Mark Walton oh, did that. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, and I'm thinking Malcolm of McDowell McDowell in, the bunny and uh, guy in, yeah, Pats, Secret Life of Pets.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Malcolm yeah. McDowell's yeah. the bad guy, and yes. then uh, yes. Uh, yes, Susie Essman is the uh, is Mittens <laughs> the cat. So,
2: brilliant. Oh, that, uh, I've got nostalgia <laughs> for that. I haven't seen that since the kids were <laughs> we, tiny. We quote that all the oh, time.
1: There's there's some lines in that that definitely like. Yeah. I can't remember what they are right now, but it'll come to me. Anyway, what's your next one? Okay. There's it's actually okay. a remake oh, well, of Make It by David Lynch. Steve's got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I made it through this list without anything that has been talked about on the show because I don't know that you guys have talked about any movies on the show with dogs doing funny fetching things. I don't know. There's there's um, one,
1: but there's uh, one and I was waiting okay. for you to steal it, but or to no, to, to, to no. use it, but
2: because I, because I was not prepared for this. And then all of a sudden yesterday, it was like, hey, we're recording tomorrow. I'm like, what's the list topic? I don't know. So <laughs> thank you to um, Letterboxd user Nathan Axeni Wilhelmina, who has a list called Movies in Which a Dog Carries a Severed Human Hand in Its Mouth. And my third <laughs> movie is Yojimbo.
1: <laughs> wow! There is Yo a, Jimbo, that, nice <laughs> less letterboxed for its crazy list that people put together. Because
2: I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I know there's a dog getting a hand it's some movie. And I'm like, yep, yep, seen that, seen that, seen that one. Okay, and now Mars Attacks is on the list, but I couldn't remember that scene because I just remember the heads getting swapped. For with the dog bodies and all that, but I thought Yojimbo, yes, where the, he's walking in and the dog just comes trotting out with this human hand in its mouth. It sort of tells you everything about that town, is to, you know, there's something uh dark beneath the surface there. So, yes, my darkly comic list of dogs carrying severed human hands ends with
1: Yojimbo.
0: That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right, my uh, my final pick. I'm really surprised I made it this far. I think you guys know if I have an opportunity to pick a Leslie Nielsen movie, I'm going to take it. And this is <laughs> yes. Naked Gun two i I'm serious. When they shoot the giant... So here's the setup, right? O.J., I know settled settled yeah, science, I know. He gives signal <laughs> that it's all clear and then our man Leslie, Frank Drebin, he's down there and he's dressed in his spy gear and he shoots the giant cartoon like uh, grappling hook over the roof because he's got to scale the building and what does he latch on the other side, you guys? What does he latch? A sleeping Doberman. That's hilarity right there. Hilarity. And he pulls the Doberman up as he scales and they meet in the middle and Chaos ensues. Wow. Chaos and comedy. Now, here's the thing. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. It, that movie is a 6.9 on the IMDb star wow, rating really, scale. Wow, 6.9. So, I'm just saying there is hilarity in that movie. And I think the dogs are part of it. So.
2: <laughs> we'll say there is hilarity. From the 80s and 90s in that yes. movie. I don't know how well it holds. All three of them are available on Hulu. I tried <laughs> watching the first one with my daughter and she said, I, first, OJ, oh yeah. my gosh. And then this is, no, it just, it just did not hold I, I I, I up. I, I, I have to
1: say there's a joke in there. Uh, you guys might remember in the first one um, when Frank is with uh, Priscilla Presley. And uh, you know she's on a ladder. Oh yeah! He looks up and is like, yes. "Nice beaver!" Thanks. And then she I just had stuff. Right. Just an added actual stuff. beaver. Yes. yes. I was yes. in Brazil, yeah. and I was watching this. Oh no! <laughs> Brazil, with And let me just say, that's the sort of joke that absolutely is an American joke. Like, it just doesn't
0: translate. <laughs> there's, there's no humor. No,
1: like, there's nothing there. It's like, yeah, it's because no. it's a beaver. Yeah. Look, look it's, a, it, yeah. It's, it's a, a beaver. You know, word Statue. Place, yeah. There's a reason yeah. that it's, yeah.
0: Well, so, I, Richard yeah. Griffiths is in this movie as Dr. Meinheimer. And <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll let that go. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I've got fond memories of it. I don't. I, I apologize no, I, for I, I nothing. Do too. Of all
2: those. No, it's just sit down and try and watch them with your kids and see what happens after 15 minutes. And they look at you like, what was wrong with you as a child that you thought this yeah. was funny? Yeah,
1: well, well, yeah, we can do that to them when they're, you know, give them 20 years, have them rewatch something yeah. that they liked and made you watch all the time. That's right. And they'll go, oh, I get it now. Right, I get do it, I
0: have obviously. to watch Wizards of Waverly Place again, y'all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, that's it yes. that's our list of dog things yes it is yeah and we're doing our special list next week so we don't we're off Specialist. the hook for now yeah 25 movies
2: of the decade but by yeah. the time our we talk again were not...
0: the big holiday will have passed we will have definitely seen star yeah. wars and we'll have done a show on it Maybe. which we're doing on that's saturday right. night the film board will release yeah. between now and yep. then. That's yeah that's very exciting and um mm-hmm. Uh, I think is that uh, all the news. Merry Christmas! Well,
1: we're dro- we're dropping our last uh, Steve Martin uh, episode for the year, also between shows, and yes. uh, and that's the last show for the well the whole year, and then our our Colin Higgins series will pick up uh,
0: in 2020. So, should be good. That's the news. Mm-hmm. So have a great holiday, uh, everybody. Hope you get a chance to take a break, to pause, to reflect, to relax, to. Watch a lot of great movies. Please, just watch a lot of great movies. It's good for you. It's good for your family. It's good for the economy. Make movies great again. The Next Reel. TheNextReel.com
2: slash merch yeah. for those last-minute stocking stuffers.
0: There, there you go. Let me just assure you, you will not get them in time. But, but do it, doesn't it anyway. Mean you shouldn't order them. That's right. <laughs> order now for next Christmas. <laughs> That's
1: right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Thank you. Hondo holidays. You know what I got the other day, Pete? Stephen King's latest. Want to borrow it?
0: Do you know who you're talking to? What do you mean? Andy, when's the last time I read a paper book? It's been decades. I would much rather use Kindle, or better yet, Audible.
1: What am I thinking? I don't read paper books anymore either. I'm an audiobook guy all the way. For those of you looking to listen to the books behind the films we discussed on The Next Reel's family of podcasts, get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at the
0: nextreel.com slash audible. There are so many great adaptations from these podcasts available in audio form.
1: Stephen JJ talked about a lot of great ones like Odd Thomas. Isn't
0: that series a favorite of yours? I love me some Dean Koontz. They also covered The Two Faces of January based on Patricia Highsmith's novel.
1: I bet the book is far better than that movie. Oof. How about The Futurological Congress by Stanislaw Lem? That was the source for that quirky Robin Wright
0: movie, The Congress. Crazy book. Definitely worth checking out.
1: They also covered Lean on Pete, Leave No Trace, Aniara,
0: Papillon, The Goldfinch, The Yellow Birds, and If Beale Street Could Talk.
1: So many great adaptations covered in so many great conversations, not just on Trailer Rewind, but all of the Next Reel's family of podcasts. And you can get all of these as audiobooks on Audible, along with thousands of other great reads.
0: Producing these podcasts is a lot of fun, but takes a lot of time.
1: So, we're directly appealing to you, our dear listener. Please consider an Audible subscription to help support The Next Reel's family of podcasts.
0: I've been using Audible, along with my family, for decades now. I love it, and I've read hundreds of books through it. Couldn't be more pleased with their service, and I know you'll love it too. Head to thenextreel.com slash audible and get your free trial. It really helps us out. And you have a world of over 200,000 audiobooks open to you. So
1: much great material available. Dive in with a free trial and get your first free audiobook at
0: thenextreel.com slash audible. Start listening to amazing audiobooks of your favorite movie source material with your first free audiobook today. That's thenextreel.com slash audible.